Now recording. Craig. 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 Great. Well, boys, welcome back to Rules, Jewels, and D&D Schools. Uh, this week, we're going to cover them ranger subclasses. Ranger. Archetypes, whatever you want to call it. What do you guys think of the ranger overall? Base temperature of the room. <laughs> the ranger is what I want. I want a companion. And I want to fix up with the boat. <laughs> That's what I want to do. They just... The times I played it, at the time, all the archetypes sucked. And, and they still kind of do. Yeah. Ranger seems like if I'm going to play, if it's a cool class to play RP wise, but it does not seem particularly strong mechanically. This is, this is, this was my, <laughs> this was my takeaway. I was reading a bunch of them and like I read through them. Some of them I'm not interested at all, but some of them I was like, Ooh, this could be a cool. This sounds like really awesome after I'm reading the like what it does and where it is. And so I start reading the abilities and I'm like, oh. But it completely sucks. So. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it's impossible to make a class that's fun and interesting and is balanced well. And the Ranger has never been that strong in 5e, I don't feel like. But at least we have one person who's really into Rangers. Damn, Joe. Really into Rangers. <laughs> let's jump in I want to be the Rangers because they're what I want to play Isaac, Isaac read it and it. thought <laughs> that looks weak and I read it and thought I missed 3-5 Rangers this is the one thing from 3-5 that I think was honestly 100% better and that's Rangers god dang they were like Legolas in 3-5 dude <laughs> that's what I want. Shots I want to be running around <laughs> jumping and just like bang 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 that's what they were in 3-5 in 3-5 a high level ranger was like one of the strongest classes in the game you're like 5-6 shots a turn you're a monster and then they were like yeah let's just dial that back to where they suck <laughs> is the Beastmaster that's on the website is it the revised Beastmaster or is it the it is the, it's the PHB one Oh, it's the PHB one, not the Tasha's yeah. one? When you go to the rules? Yeah. The Tasha's well, let's, let's, well, let's jump in yeah. with the Beastmaster. Let's jump in. So, the Beastmaster, first one. Uh, the, uh, you want to do, do ratings before or after? Because this is garbage. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do it after we, after we read through, after we go through all the stuff. I think I, I, I played my hand too early. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, you, the, the original player's handbook, when you get a, you get a pet that... Yeah. It it doesn't do much. You can either you can attack or it can attack. Not both until later, whenever you get multiple attacks, then you can substitute one of your attacks for it doing a thing. Yeah, See, right there. That's the part that is dumb. You should <laughs> you get the companion. You should always be allowed to shoot, and they get to attack too. I un okay. I I agree with you, but I also <laughs> understand why they did it this way because if you got a companion at level one and you were able to get two attacks around at level one you're easily the strongest class in the game at level one yeah and yeah, like, by a wide them, margin by like a wide margin yeah but that's all everyone does at level one basically so yeah, if you so got two one, attacks you're, around you're gonna be you're gonna be fighting stuff that's lower cr level than your pet yeah <laughs> and if you could shoot it with a bow and then have your line run up there and bite it for like a d4 or whatever it's dead yeah so yeah it's not great the you get um and the, pro and the problem with it i suppose is that it's too strong at the low level and if you do that but then if that's all you get into the high levels it's too weak 
So you have to like, where are you introducing the multi attack? You should get multi attack at the same time as everyone else. Or I think how did they end up balancing it? It takes like a bonus action. Yeah, I know you get multi attack. Yeah, at level eleven you get a multi attack. See, that's that's too high. It should be that like at level five when a fighter would get a multi attack, that's when you get your attack and the animal gets its attack. That's your multi-attack. That seems like a balanced approach, does it not? Then you're missing out it's, on your extra. Yeah, it's kind of it's weird. Like the, the the idea of that archetype is the coolest ever, right? Yeah. Like it's my buddy, and we go around and we we kill stuff together. <laughs> yeah. But then when you look at it, it's like it doesn't. The pet doesn't really scale very much. It only scales with your proficiency bonus, which is not particularly hard scaling yeah uh at 15th level you can cast spells targeting when you cast a spell targeting yourself you can also affect the beast companion that is not very strong for the 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 capstone 15th level yeah 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 Uh, yeah it's not great the the revised one is is much better. It's, it's much better. Yeah, the, the revised one. You just get a. You summon a pet every every day, and it its stat block is way better the, than most of the stuff you're gonna find. The odd thing is that the new one is much better mechanically, but feels worse from an RP perspective. Yeah, because it's like you just get this. You can summon a pet every day. Like I don't want to summon a pet every day. I want to keep the same. Pet. <laughs> yeah. I want the same pet the whole time. Yeah, if if I were to play this, I would sort of meld those. Talk to your DMs, but I would meld those. Talk to your DMs. <laughs> Take the stat block from one of these, but just I would keep that as my. We mind. are not your DM when you're listening to this. <laughs> uh, Unless you're listening to me, in which case, tell your DM to go himself. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's it's not great. You get your, so you get your your pet level one. It's it's not great. You get yeah. uh, it. It can take. You can use your bonus action to command the base to take dash, disengage, and help at seven. Uh, and then at eleven, it gets an extra attack when it makes an attack, so via multi attack. And then at fifteen, you get to share the, the share spells thing. Uh, if you combine them and you take the stat blocks from Natasha's and the rest of the rules or whatever from this, I think it's I think it's a it's a it's a B for me because the RP could be so good. It's still not great. Uh, like mechanically damage wise, but if if I were to play a ranger, I think that's probably what I would do. So I'd give it a B if you combine them. If you're just using the 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 vanilla one, the PHB one, I'd give it a D. Yeah, we're going this one PHB. Yeah, <laughs> it's probably lower than a D if I'm you're going, talking. I think I, I think I'll go with C because the RP factor. I'll go all the way to the bottom because your pet can die very easy. And the RP, the RP fun part in your head is that your pet is going to be your pal for life. Yeah. And if your pet dies, it's just like, and, well, and yeah, I don't by want the time to play this character five, anymore. <laughs> by the time you're level five, your pet still dies in three hits from a good enemy and they don't have a lot of AC. So your pet's going to be dying all the time. <laughs> what you need, what you need is like what WoW hunters have, where you can resummon your, where you can revive your pet when it dies. That's, I mean, you can, you can do that. Voice. Yeah, you can revive. I mean, no, no, no. In, in WoW, in WoW, it's the same pet, but when it dies, you can like res it with a resurrection yeah, you can, like, spell. You can, you can do that here too. Yeah, like, yeah. You can resurrect your pet. It's just like. I, I, find diamonds. I think it says right <laughs> here, if the beast. 
if the beast dies, you can obtain a new companion by spending eight hours. Yeah, you can also bonding. Yeah. Hold on, guys. Let me go out to the woods and find a new pet. You know what this <laughs> class is for? This isn't for Joe. This isn't for me. This isn't for Isaac. This is for David. <laughs> I'm going to go yeah, sit really. in the woods. You should totally play this. Uh, all right. So, yeah, I'm I, I'm I'm going to I'm going to go ahead and give it the benefit of combining with uh, the Tasha's and I'm going to give it a B. I'll give it a B uh, combine it. Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, next up. Is, is really cool. In See, for me, one, I need to keep track of Way better stat blocks. I'm making track of our rankings. Like, whenever you get higher level, you get a lot more attacks with it. If you build it the right way. Yeah. Where's my pen? I need to write down my ranking so that we can... All right, I'm here. All right, next up, Drake Warden. This is one. This is another oh, one that I... God. When I was reading it, I thought, ooh, that could be really cool, like a Drake. That's awesome. It's like having a little dragon. But then the more I read it, I was like, okay, the dragon's it's better than a beast companion, but it's still not good. And then it was like, at level 11, your beast becomes medium size. Your drake becomes medium size. <laughs> I'm like, so what? I got a fucking scaly house cat that walks around with me for 11 <laughs> levels? Like, what the yes. fuck is going on here? <laughs> I, I really like that, though. And I want that for the beast master. Like, <laughs> I want to reach a point where my wolf grows and turns into a dire wolf or something and becomes giant so okay I can ride okay it. but let me tell you something that's going from medium to large your your friggin' <laughs> dragon is going from small to medium and you can ride it it is in there that you can ride it once yeah. to medium if but you're still, a you could ride it if you're like a gnome or a goblin or something. yeah 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 it's more like when i read it i thought cool i'll have a little dragon but when I like the more I read it and then I looked up what they were like a drawing of what it would be, it's more like you have a Komodo dragon. <laughs> so, <laughs> so quickly, I'll read over some of the stuff here. You get thaumaturgy as a cantrip. Uh, you get you learn to speak, read and write draconic uh, whenever you take it at third level. Also at third level, you can magically summon the drake that is bound to you. It appears in an unoccupied space, blah, blah, blah. Um, it's friendly to you and your companions, which uses, uh, see it's game statistics in the accompanying Drake companion stat block, which uses your proficiency bonus in several places. So the stat block is not terrible. It's pretty close to the, to the Beastmaster stat block. Yeah. Uh, except it is a small dragon. Um, in combat, the Drake shares your initiative count, but it's, yeah, this is, it's basically Beastmaster. But with for, dragons. For the three, yeah, for this first part. For the lizard what enthusiast. A, fantastic flavor. That's yeah. why I liked it. <laughs> Actually, sorry. This is the one for David. David loves At frogs. And seventh level, uh, while your drake is summoned and the drake, you and the drake gain the following benefits. Uh, the drake grows. This is the seventh level. It grows to medium size. Seventh uh, level, reflecting yeah. your, your special bond. And you can use it as a mount if your size is medium or smaller. Uh, while you're riding it, you can't use the flying speed of the feature. You also get the drake's bite deals an extra D, uh, 1d6 for the t uh, chosen damage type. And it gains resistance to that type. Cool. Oh, okay. Just buff your, buff your dragon. Right here. It can't use the flying speed of this feature. Except your drake doesn't have a fly speed. Is there a drake riding drake mount in another part of this game that I'm unaware of? Well, it's right above that. It grows its wing on, wings on its back and gains a flying speed equal to its Oh, okay. Okay. Gotcha. Fantastic. Uh, yeah. You just can't fly it while you're riding it. But it, it can fly. Um, so then at 11th. Uh, 11th level, you can give this is a, how to train your dragon a cone uh, damaging breath. 
Um, it's 10d6 when you reach level 15. Uh, what is it? I also thought this at level 11. I also yeah, thought this was fireball. Oh, a third. Not really. Okay. Here's how you have to think about it. This is the way I thought about it too. It's it's not bad, but you can only do it once a day. Or yeah, you can you can expend yeah you can a use third, third level, level spell, spell slots. slots sure, but you're a ranger you don't have a lot of them. That's true. This is weaker fireball. Like we're running into fireball problems again. Is the cone technically better in some scenarios? Yeah, but also. Like a 30-foot cone, you're going to have to be pretty far back for that to be super effective. And if you're already there, your buddy can cast Fireball, and he can cast it way more times than this can happen. What if you don't have a buddy that has Fireball? If you don't have a buddy that has Fireball, I'm not saying that this is bad, but I'm saying that for an 11th level feature, Fireball's only a third level spell, and it does 86. Yeah, it's good. I mean, it, Fireball's obviously better. It's like the the... The I think signature like your spell of all casters. Yeah, if you're so. gonna put like I harp on this fireball every time we do these rundowns. If you're gonna have fireball in the game, you have to balance everything around how good that spell is at third level. Yeah. You're gonna get that at fifth level on another character, and your ranger is dick assing around until level eleven. Like maybe it balances because you can do that and then you could shoot, perhaps. No, but that's as an action. So Nope, it's just eight d six. I can't. T- okay, so it its initiative is after yours. It takes your bonus action to command it to do something. So you can do that. It's it's you breathing the fire, and then you can you, have your yeah. dragon attack. Yeah. So it's still good. Like you still get attacks after, or you can cause your drake to exhale the attack. Either way, yeah. Is it? Regard, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. As an action, you yeah. can exhale a third or cause your Drake to exhale it. Okay. I don't know. There you go. It feels like feels like weak, high it's, level weak fireball. It seems pretty cool. I like it. I don't hate uh, it. I just wish it. I just wish it was the seventh level feature. <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess that would be pretty strong for a ranger, though, for a martial class yeah. to get that. That's, that's the thing you gotta look at is I don't think it is I, I don't think class, it's not a caster it's not it's still access to you still you still wouldn't get this until two levels after a sorcerer or a wizard would get fireball okay it's I, okay I, I, it's not amazing it's okay I know it could be it could be an <laughs> it could be an a tier it could be an a tier subclass if they moved that and did something else with level 11 yeah okay uh yeah, once you use it, you can't use it again unless you use a third level spell slot, which you have three of at the at level eleven. So yeah, um, at fifteen, uh, your bond reaches its pinnacle of power. Mm-hmm. Uh, while your Drake is summoned, you and the Drake gain empowered bite. Uh, Drake's bites an, uh, deal an, an another one d six extra damage. Uh, the Drake grows to large inside. When you ride the Drake, it is no longer prohibited from flying. And the Drake gets when, a multi attack, right? Um. Hold on. Whenever you, whenever either you or the Drake takes the damage while you're in 30 feet of each other, you can use reaction to give yourself or the Drake resistance to that instance of damage. You can use that a number of times equal to your proficiency bonus uh, that refills on a long rest. It gets. I don't think it does get. I think it does. I don't think it does. So what you're telling me is that at 15th level, when you and your dragon have been mentally and magically bonding 
or ostensibly years, 15th level, right? Mm-hmm. He does a whopping 2d6 with his body. 2d6. It's 2d6 it's a, extra. No, no, no. It's 1d6 extra to a maximum of 2d6. Total of 2d6. Oh, total of 2d6. Yeah. 3d6 still. How much does like a fighter do at level 15 with an attack? More than that. <laughs> yeah. uh, well, not with a single attack. With a single attack, he's going to do like 1d8 plus whatever, but he gets three attacks, right? Yeah, it depends on the weapon they're using, yeah. Yeah. But you yeah. get like two attacks plus this plus is this. another 3d6. That's pretty... If you don't, if you don't use close. your bonus action. Yeah. And Which hunters use their bonus action a lot. Yeah, they do. For spells. But maybe uh, not if you're playing this. I guess not. But there you go. That's that's uh, Drake Warden. I give it a C. Yeah, a. This Ooh, is love that he one. likes it. I just think. I think we need to start aspect of it. To me, we need to start separating these. Amazing. <laughs> we need to start separating our, our tier fly. list from mechanical and RP. I mean, we we talk about them all that way. Yeah. I totally just want to fly on a dragon and shoot stuff. Yeah, you can't fly on a dragon. <laughs> that would be no awesome. fly speed, baby. Not until you're what 15? Is that what it is? Yeah. Can you ride, you, you, fly, you can, can just hover? Huh? No, you don't get fly speed in 11. You, you, once you hit 15, then, then you can fly around on it. So if you get I to know, the campaign. I know that, but like, it says you can, it, you can carry you at level. No, no, no. You can ride it, but it can't fly. Even though it gains yeah. a fly speed at 11, it cannot fly with you on it at 11. Oh, so yep. you can just walk. It just walks yeah. like a horse. Like a medium scaly horse. <laughs> no, your reaction. As, as he swings and you're like, come on. Come on, come let's on. go. <laughs> it can't pick you up, dude. You're sitting on its wings is the problem. Man. No, that's so cool. That's so cool. It's, oh, man, that does dampen it. I, oh, my God, dude, your reaction. It's you're, down you're, to a B. You did not take that news well. You were oh, like, what? That's why like, I read that and I was like, what do they mean by that? I'm like, you don't get no fly speed. That's dumb. That's fantastic. Oh, 11th oh level God. seems like a pretty good time to be able to fly on my dragon. This is well, okay. Can't. And I also want to add one more thing to this flavor wise. Let's assume you're starting a campaign at level 15 and you will be able to fly this thing. You still, I'm going to give all you players out there to listen to this and you're hearing Joe and you're going, you know what? I am convinced that this is a good class that I want to play. <laughs> um, talk to your DM and kind of maybe ask him, what's the general vibe of this campaign? Is it a cavey kind of vibe or is it a outdoorsy kind of vibe because if we're going to be dungeon crawling this pet's just a problem <laughs> it doesn't even matter that can fly because the rooms are only like 10 foot ceilings <laughs> and it can't hover i'm presuming yeah there's no hover speed oh, there's no hover speed nothing nothing with wings has a hover speed they're not yeah, world of warcraft dragons so there you go uh yeah uh, what's next? So we got Joe. Joe lowered it down to a B. What was yours? Yeah. I gave it a C. I gave it a C as well. And, 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 and that's only. I want to reiterate. Uh -oh, okay. It's only for the RP. Okay. The class. <laughs> it's a solid <laughs> D or below without the RP aspect of it. 
pathetic, this class. <laughs> I tell you what, man. You get that flamethrower, you're going to be like, that's pretty sick. You're going to be that's like, check cool. this out, guys. Flamethrower. Can't wait to use that tomorrow. Meanwhile, your <laughs> wizard's standing there going, pow, wha-pow, wha-pow. <laughs> I can do it four times, son. <laughs> Four. Yeah, if you cast no other spells at all, yep. you could do it four times. Yeah, I can cast other one and level one and two spells. That's all <laughs> I, I need. Can, I can do it from way over here. <laughs> if I can just be like, "Hey, bud, do it," do that, and he'll do yep. it. Yep. <laughs> I think the, the wizard range can a, do it from way, from way, way over. Far, yeah. <laughs> he can be like in the next postal code if he Martin takes the freaking cooler. Okay, it's a dragon <laughs> breathing fire. RP baby, what's up? <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, and Faye wanderer is up next hey wanderer this is another uh, this is the most I, I i'm i already knew this but this is the most joe class in the game <laughs> it's got it's got everything it's not just this subclass this whole class in general he likes the Beastmaster. he likes having a pet drake warden's just Beastmaster with scales and Faye wanderer is also like joe's thing Faye stuff uh, so third level, when you take it, you get dreadful strikes. When you hit a creature with a weapon, you right. can deal an extra 1d4 psychic damage to the target, which can take this extra damage only once per turn. Uh, it increases to 1d6 at 11th level. Uh, that makes it sound like you could hit, if you're hitting multiple targets, you could do the 1d4 more than once per turn. But if you're only hitting one target, you can only do it once per turn. Is the way yeah. that reads. Uh, so you could volley them. So, yeah, you could. Um, you also get some uh, extra spells, Charm, Burst, and Misty Step, Dispel Magic, Dimension Door, Mislead along the way. Um, That's a cool spell. Yep. Uh, you also get Supernatural Charm. You get... Wait, wait, wait. You skipped something here, dude. I did. Get... I skipped I skipped the Feywild Gifts. I'll let you read them. Go ahead. No, no, this, is, this is the <laughs> RP thing, right? If we're balancing RP and... and yes, and... but... I don't feel like you need a table for this. You could just do that. You could do that with any character you make. What if you're an incredibly, incredibly uncreative? <laughs> then go. There's a million tables on the on the internet. You can go find a table somewhere and roll on it. But this dang you book costs fifty bucks. I want this oh, okay. table. <laughs> well, all right. I just want butterflies fluttering. I just want yeah. While, While you take you a take shorter long a rest. Shorter long rest. <laughs> yeah. Fresh seasonal so flowers sprouting from your hair. You're like sitting there and you're like, all right. And you're like, God, <laughs> get out of here, man. Jeez. Okay. Let me ask you, Joe, you had long hair until recently. How much do you hate your hair tickling your face while you're trying to sleep? Did that happen to you? <laughs> no, it never happened to me while I was trying to sleep. Oh Only my whenever God, I'm dude. driving and I, and I have my windows down, my hair's going slapping me in the face all over. I'm like, I'm like, God, where's my I wear, hat? I wear a hat all the time, but. When I'm asleep, it, like when I'm like rolling over to get comfortable and my hair touches my face, I'm like, <laughs> that's what the butter, that's what the butterflies are. You're sleeping there and a butterfly lands on your face and you go, ah. <laughs> butterfly. Well, it's a good thing they're illusory butterflies. Oh, well, maybe they're solid. Some, some illusions are solid. Oh, that might be okay. kind of cool if they're like glowing around. You always have a little nightlight. That would be cool. Yo, yeah, I have a little nightlight. Yeah. I'm scared of the dog. <laughs> if I was sleeping in the woods, I would be. 
Well, you're a you're a you're a ranger of the Feywild. You probably love that'd be really ones. really bad though. Like, what if you're resting? You got these glowy butterflies that show up when you're sitting there, and, and bears like, are like, "What's that over there, right, dude?" <laughs> All the monsters are like, "What's that?" <laughs> we should go check that out. You could smell I, uh, like you could smell like holiday spices too, though. I only uh, sleep during the day. I only sleep during I the be, day. I gotta be awake <laughs> at night because these dumb butterflies. <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, all right. So anyway, also at, at level three, uh, whenever you make a charisma check, you can use you can add your um, wisdom modifier to it, which is pretty good. Nice. Uh, and you gain proficiency in deception, performance, or persuasion. Uh, that's also level three. So that's a uh, RP side of that. Um, at level seven, you have advantage on saving throws against being charmed or frightened. Yeah. Which. I mean, if you really wanted that, you could pick a race that does that. Uh, but in addition, whenever you or a creature you can see within 120 feet of you succeeds on a saving throw against being charmed or frightened, you can use your reaction to force a different creature you can see within 120 feet of you to make a wisdom saving throw against your spell DC. If it fails, the target charmed is charmed or frightened by you. Your choice for mm-hmm. one minute. Oh, yeah. I, how how often? Throw at the end of its turn. How often does this happen? I guess it depends on the campaign. Very campaign. If you made a character designed to do this, it would happen a lot. <laughs> you think? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's, I don't think if, so. If you were like, you were like, I really want to charm people. This would be perfect for it. But this isn't for and charming other people. Like, nope. <laughs> this, is, this is for getting charmed. So if none of your enemies are particularly charming or have charm. In that last campaign that we played. Yeah, years ago. Yes, yeah, I know. Yeah, we got okay. a lot of charms. Sort of been. That's what I'm saying. Top you gotta, you gotta, tier. you gotta hash that out. But there's no way he even knew that was coming because that was really late in the campaign. Well, that's only, that's only if if a creature you can see succeeds on a saving throw, which we usually did not. So I and did also not ever not yeah. one time. No, yeah, you never <laughs> saved. You, every single time we had to kick you over and over again to wake <laughs> you up. Showed up and they were like, "Hey," and I was like, "I'll do what you want." <laughs> okay. Whoa. Hey, man, you're looking good. I'll I'll kill my friends for you. <laughs> Every time one of them showed up, and we had to spend five rounds punching Joe over and over <laughs> again. I was just mercilessly beating you guys. <laughs> I know. Poor poor David and take. poor David and freaking uh, Francisco. Anyways, that sounds pretty weak uh, at seventh level. Yeah, because you could just be an elf. Yeah, at 11th level, um, you know the spell Summon Fey. So that's, that's a good cool. spell. That's doesn't a good count spell. against your and number you of spells, it, you know. And, and it doesn't cost concentration. I think this is yep. the cheese. This is the cheese spell, right? Yeah. It's the cheesy spell I'm thinking of. Turn it into. Oh, the one where you. I don't think. I think this is a new one. You're thinking of. Um, summon Woodland. Summon Woodland Beast or Spirit. Woodland or Beings, I think. Yeah. This is. Yeah, that's the one I'm thinking of. I think they nerfed that anyways, I think. Uh, you can also cast the Summon Fae without using a spell slot once per, per long rest. Gotcha. Uh, All right. Uh, what's next? Misty Wanderer. Misty Wanderer. At 15, 15, you can slip in and out. Uh, you can cast Misty Step without extending a spell slot. You can equal use a number of time equal to your Wisdom modifier, and you regain them on a long rest. In addition... Whenever you cast Misty Step, you can bring along one willing creature you can see within five feet of you. That creature teleports to an unoccupied space within five feet of your destination. So that's kind of cool. What, what, is it great for level 15? No, I don't think so. No. But it's, it's pretty cool. <laughs> but you could cast, if you had a plus five in your wisdom, that's five free Misty Steps. 
That is good. Pretty good. I feel like this is a subclass that they went. We already have too many bard subclasses. <laughs> like this, this one feels like it would be so good for a bard. This also, one it would be very cool in if it was like if your campaign had strong ties to some sort of fey entity and you could yeah. be like, yeah, that's me. Yeah. But over overall, like mechanically and even RP wise, I, I gave this one a D. I don't think it's I wish game. I wish that right here when it says in addition, whenever you cast music, you can bring along one willing creature. I think what needs to be added to a lot of these, these willing creature things where you move people, it should be you can bring an unwilling creature if they can't make a save. Because being able to move your enemies is extremely valuable. If suddenly you could move your enemies around the battlefield with a Misty Step, this class is quite a bit better, I think. This is a way better 15th level thing if yeah. you could move enemies around. Yeah. I agree but overall, that. I do agree with you. I think that this is a very... Very underwhelming subclass. I gotta, I just, I, I gotta start taking into account that uh, it's gonna take three years to get that misty step thing. Yes, <laughs> that's how okay. I think of it too. Okay. When I see fifteenth level, I'm like, whenever I'm reading it, I'm going, oh, man, I can do this and this and this. That's gonna be awesome, dude. That's you you, you so think cool. about it, how I used to think about it. I'd read the whole thing and be like, it's gonna be so sick when I get to level twenty. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, but I never got there. I played the twenty yeah, campaigns. You, you get to level twenty, you fight one thing, and you're like, the big bad's dead. We did it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> level twenty is the very end. Yep. Yeah. Oh yeah, I give it a D. Oh uh, yeah, uh, I agree. Wait, what do we give? To... What do we give? Fey Wander. This is Fey Wander. This we're on Gloomstalker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now we're moving on to Gloomstalker. Uh, third level, you get additional spell. Yeah, you get an additional some additional spell uh, list stuff. Disguise self, rope trick, fear, greater invisibility, and seeming as you go along. Yeah. Rope uh, trick. <laughs> Did you want to talk about rope trick? What a great spell, rope trick. Yeah. <laughs> that's not what it is do you know what rope trick does uh, yeah <laughs> that's what that's all you do you're like a cowboy yeah you, you just, the you just get the, the lasso yeah and you can do the thing yeah, where you jump up, where you, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you go up and down you, you jump the hoop. yeah 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 this is the class uh, for uh saren's sister yeah <laughs> <laughs> she only knows one spell and that spell is rope trick all right <laughs> 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 Uh, yeah, it's, it's like a, it's it's kind of like a portable hole type situation. Yeah, yeah. You like climb a sixty foot rope and then you can pull it up inside and like hide in there. Yeah. Which honestly, a lot of times this would be a useful spell. Yeah, it's a cool spell. It is a cool spell. Good job. Uh, Good job, wizard. Also at third level, you get dread ambusher. Uh, at the start of your first turn of each combat, your walking speed increases by ten. Uh, until the end of that turn. And if you take the attack action on that turn, you can make one more additional weapon attack as part of that action. If that attack hits, the target takes an extra 1d8 damage from the weapon's damage type. That is incredibly powerful at third level. Yeah. This Most is one of the better... combats don't go longer than maybe five rounds. Yeah. So yeah. once every five rounds, you're giving an extra attack that when it hits does an extra d8 damage is very strong. This is, like, even before we move on, this is one of the better mechanical yeah. subclasses for oh, the reader. Yes. This is, this one is, like, pretty much everyone agrees this is the strongest subclass mechanically. Yeah. <laughs> this is very good. Like, even the next one, the Umbral Sight, 
where it gives you yeah, dark vision. You but if you already have it, yeah, you get another 30 feet and you're invisible to people who rely on dark vision at night. That's that's pretty dang good, dude, because a lot of creatures rely on dark vision. That yep. seems like a rope thing, though. Yeah, it's super weird. But he's a gloom, he's a gloom stalker. You only stalk at night, dude. And you wear all black, <laughs> so no one can see you. When you're yeah. I just all I gotta do is put my hood up and just disappear. You wear all black clothes, black hood, black eyeliner. No one ever sees <laughs> black you. eyeliner. <laughs> it's the eyeliner that really does it. <laughs> yeah, black fingernails, black eyeliner. You got a mouth guard in that makes your teeth black. We'll go. do a campaign where we're all vigilante gloom stalkers. <laughs> All rogues and gloom stalkers. Uh, seventh level, you get Iron Mind. We've honed your ability to resist the mind-altering powers you of your prey. You gain proficiency in wisdom saving throws. Uh, if you already have it, you instead gain proficiency in intelligence okay. and charisma. So like this Good. one right here, Iron Mind. Let's scroll back up here to Fey Wanderer, where it says you get advantage against being charmed or frightened. You you are getting that with the gloom stalker. Uh, essentially, yeah. You're, get, yeah, you're essentially. getting a feat. You're getting a, yeah. a strong feat at seven. Yeah, because it's, that is a a feat is you can take is getting proficiency to a certain type of uh saving throw. Yeah, that's very good. I yes, like that. That's a very good one. Um, at eleventh, you get Stalker's Fury flurry. Uh, you learn to attack with such ex- unexpected speed that you can turn a miss into another strike. Uh, once on each of your turns, when you miss a weapon attack, you can make another weapon attack as part of the same action. Oh my God. That's pretty good. Yeah. That's real good. That's very good. You miss, that's very... You get another shot once per, once per turn. Yeah, that's super good. That's extra. That's actually a decent 11th level. See, guys, yeah, not that hard. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and at 15th level, shadowy dodge. Starting at 15th, you can dodge in unforeseen ways with wisps of supernatural shadow around you whenever a creature makes an attack roll against you and doesn't have advantage on the roll you can use your reaction to impose disadvantage uh you must use this feature before you know the outcome of the attack roll so this is like slightly worse silvery barbs uh but you can just do it whenever it doesn't take any spell slots you just takes your reaction yeah that's very good everything yeah this is a solid one Yes, uh, Gloom Stalkers, uh, Gloom Stalkers, uh, an A for sure. Yeah, I'm gonna give this one uh, an A. A on that's, that one. If if we have S, I'm gonna give it. A, I'm gonna give it an A plus. If there is S, there is S. Care. If there's S, yeah, there's S. Then this is S. This is the yeah. S of the I Ranger. Just, yeah, I don't even because I want to compare them to other classes, and I just don't think Ranger. I don't think it's better S than other. Or... I don't think it's an S compared to some of the other classes. But if we're talking, if there is at least one S in every class. Which this I don't is think, it. Yeah. This is it. This is the <laughs> one for Ranger. I'm going to say A slash S. Let's do that. Uh, moving on to Horizon Walker. Uh, you get some spells uh, protect- from protection from evil and good. Yeah. Misty step, haste, banishment, teleportation, struggle as you go. Uh, you also get detect portal. It just, just seems such... It seems like such An a odd. niche... Yeah. Subclass. <laughs> you gain the ability to magically sense the presence of a planar portal. As an in action, you detect the, dis- the distance and direction to the closest planar portal within a mile of you. This Once has you use to this be. Feature, you can't use it again until you finish a shorter or long yeah. rest. This is one of those. This is another one of those subclasses where it's like, yo, DM, are we going to be doing a lot of planar travel? <laughs> yeah. If so, this is invaluable. Yeah. If this not, is amazing. <laughs> then this is it's a waste. <laughs> Just every day you go, is there a planar portal nearby? And your DM goes, 
Nope. Nope. <laughs> All right. <laughs> That's definitely something I need to start doing whenever I'm making a character. Is going. What's the setting for this? Because <laughs> I take this subclass and it's completely bananas. <laughs> if you're in the right setting, some some of them can be unreal. But if you're in the wrong setting, it's like this why is all. Yeah, why am I even here? <laughs> I'm worthless. Every day I wake up and go. Is there a planar portal around here? And I look around <laughs> and then I go. It. Eh, nope. <laughs> Every day. Also, at third level, you get Planar Warrior. Uh, as a bonus action, you can choose one creature you can see within 30 feet of you. The next time you hit that creature on this turn with a, a weapon attack, all damage dealt by the attack becomes force damage, and the creature takes an extra 1d8 force damage from the attack. When you reach 11th level, it goes to 2d8. This is... Uh, that's very weird. It's okay. Um, it's okay. Yeah, it's, it's, it's decent, um, but good. it takes a very bonus decent. action. What are you going to use your bonus action for? I mean, all, basically all your spells. <laughs> we don't talk about that. <laughs> don't even any, any important spell you have as a ranger is going to take a bonus yeah. action. <laughs> yep, um, kind of, kind of just okay. Yeah, kind of like, oh, I'm out of spell slots, but I, I do like this, so. Hey, I do like this. Party. Uh, I wish you could use it more than once, but this is kind of cool ethereal step just because ethereal etherealness is a cool spell the only lame part is etherealness lasts for eight hours uh this lasts one round oh you're talking about the the seventh level ethereal step yeah okay. ethereal step uh sorry it's a bonus action you can cast etherealness at the end it ends at the end of your current turn you don't even get one yeah, full round that seems completely useless at that point you can do it once seventh level I mean, you can travel in any direction. You can go through walls. It could be like if we in, if we had an if we had this kind of ranger in our current campaign when we found that guy down there, could have cast this and gone through the wall if we were seventh level at the time. Which yep, we and then he would have been stuck in there because we couldn't get it out. <laughs> well, all you'd have to do is take a nap and come back out. That's if that guy in there lets him take a nap. <laughs> well, you don't have to stay. You could walk through, take a look at the guy, and then back out and be like, "Yeah, he's super scared." <laughs> that guy's scary looking. He is freaking. Do not, do not open this door. <laughs> that guy will kill us. There's a reason he's in there. Uh, At least you know, though. <laughs> At 11th level, you get distance strike. Uh, when you take the attack action, you can teleport up 10 feet before each attack to an unoccupied space you can see. If you attack at least two different creatures with the attack, uh, with the action, you can make one additional attack with it against a third creature. So that's kind of cool that you can get an extra cool. attack in there. But the teleport around thing, I don't really, I mean, I, it can be useful, but it seems weird as a ranger. You are generally not your, your, your positioning is important, right? Yeah. But if someone happens to get on you being able to teleport 10 feet away, cause you could shoot teleport, then move. And then you wouldn't have an attack of opportunity or, against, or you. you could be a melee ranger if you really wanted to be. And then you could just use that to get on top of people. I suppose. Let me tell you something, being able to teleport while you're melee, pretty good. Did a class like that. It was busted. But if you're going to play a melee, you probably shouldn't pick ranger. Um, at 15th level spectral defense, uh, your ability to move between planes enables you to slip through the planar boundaries to lessen the harm done to you during battle. When you take damage from an attack, you can use reaction to give yourself resistance to all of that attack's damage on this turn. Yeah. Okay. Fantastic. Get, so once per round, you can use a reaction to, to get resistance against an attack. Yeah, that's that's decent, but you shouldn't be close. Okay. 
Yeah, it's all right. It'd be good for a fireball. Yeah. Hard like. Uh, so yeah, yeah, this one is man. I, I have a hard time rating this one because it's so situational. It goes from an A to a, a, a D depending on the setting that you're depending in. on. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, so let's err on the side of caution and put it right in the middle. It's a C. A C. All right. <laughs> this is the most average of all classes <laughs> so far. Uh, next up is Hunter, third level. You get I like Colossus I like this one. Slayer. Uh, well, you get to your choice of oh, Colossus Slayer, yeah. Giant Killer, or Horde Breaker. So Colossus Slayer. Um, when you hit a creature with a weapon attack, the creature takes an extra one d eight if it's if it's been hurt if it's below its hit point maximum. Uh, you can do that once what, per turn. Uh, That's what Francesco was. Yeah. Uh, you, or you can pick Giant Killer. Uh, when a large or larger creature within five feet of you hits or misses you with an attack, you can use reaction to attack that creature immediately after its attack, provided that you can see the creature. Okay. Uh, or Horde Breaker, once on each of your turns, when you make a weapon attack, you can make another attack with the same weapon against a different tar- uh, creature that is within five feet of the original target. And within I think range of your weapon i think on general horde breaker is the best then colossus slayer then giant killer if we're ranking those i think that's probably accurate yeah. it, it also just depends on if your dm likes to give you yeah and if you're yeah, or one big guy all the time if you're if your dm's a one big guy all the time you take colossus slayer but generally speaking i think horde breaker is probably better yeah i would agree with that Giant uh, killer, eh. but at least they're interesting i think they're more interesting yeah. than some of the other third level stuff yeah this is yeah this is this is at least an interesting one i like a lot of this stuff in this one uh seventh level you get defensive tactics you can choose uh one of the following features escape the horde multi-attack defense or steel will escape the horde opportunity attacks against you are made at disadvantage uh multi-attack defense this when is the good hits one. you uh with an attack you gain a plus four bonus to your ac against all subsequent attacks made by that creature for the rest of the turn that's pretty good that is uh, very good and steel will you have advantage on saving throws against being frightened that's okay not good let's say let's rank these still steel will it's out of there it's worst <laughs> you don't get frightened that often uh, you, that's what all the campaign is, is getting. Frightened. I know, but you know what you have? You have a high wisdom as a, as a ranger already, right? Yeah. Decent. Uh, uh, multi-attack defense, I think is, is the best one of these. Assembly. I don't know. I'm thinking escape the horde. If you got guys, you're not, you, you can get out and not yeah, but you're, you're, you're not too, you're, you shouldn't be that close anyways. And if they do get on you, it depends on if you're fighting an actual horde, right? <laughs> if you're getting chased by a horde, then escape the horde is the one you want. Uh, but yeah, I think multi-attack defense is pretty strong. Those two are the best ones. Steel will out. Uh, All right, multi-attack defense is really the same though, right? Because the only things that really have that are going to be swinging multiple times at you at, are up in your face, and why are you going to be up there? At seventh level, I feel like a lot more creatures have multi-attack, and also at seventh level. Let's say you are fighting a horde and four enemies walk up to you and they're all going to hit you twice. If you can potentially only get hit four times instead of eight times. I mean, I, I guess it balances out, but you could easily just take a disengage and run away. Yeah, or, true, I suppose. You know. Yeah, I guess that's true. If you're completely surrounded and trying to get away, you're going to you're going to disengage. You're going to disengage. Disadvantage is not going to something's going to hit you. Yeah, if you're surrounded. Either way, both of those are, I think, are respectable. situationally good. Yeah, they're both respectable. 
Uh, at 11th level, you gain one of the following features. You can use volley or whirlwind attack. Uh, volley is when you use you can use your action to make a ranged attack against any number of creatures within 10 feet of you of a point. That point you can see. Uh, you can see within your weapon's range. You must have ammunition for each of these as normal and make a separate attack roll for each target. That that could be incredible. Very fun. good. Yeah. Especially if you're really cool. oh, there's like eight tiny targets and they're yep. all within <laughs> like yes, all within ten feet. Like, <laughs> that like was my last, guy. <laughs> like last night. Yeah, yeah, like last night. Exactly. You could have volleyed everyone. Uh, or a whirlwind attack. You can use your action to make a melee attack against any number of creatures within five feet of you with a separate attack roll for each target. That's that's pretty cool too. Both you're of those a melee are hunter, yeah. uh, I like both of those, yeah. Yeah, both of those then, are good. I like both of those. At 15th level, you get the choice of evasion, stand against the tide, or uncanny dodge. Uh, evasion is just like you would think, like the rogues and stuff. You yeah. get, If you make the save on a deck save, you don't take any damage. If you miss it, you take half. Stand against the tide. Uh, when a hostile creature misses you with a melee attack, you can use your reaction to force that creature to repeat the same attack against another creature other than yourself of your choice. Yeah. Um, that's interesting. I don't know how useful it would be. Uh, and then Uncanny Dodge, uh, you can have the attack. It's the same thing the rogues get way earlier than this. Uh, you can use a reaction to have the damage. Uh, I think you. this one goes in order that they're posted. Evasion's very good. Always very good. Stand Against the Tide is still pretty good. Uncanny Dodge is also good, but this is a little late for that. I think at this point, I'd rather have the take half damage on all spells. Standing against the tide could be really cool if you stack it with multi-attack defense, right? Yeah, if you did multi-attack defense, stand against the tide, whirlwind attack, melee hunter. <laughs> that could be cool. Could you be could cool. be doing a lot every <laughs> round. Yep. <laughs> so I, I actually, I think I'm giving this one an I, A. This is an A. I yeah, like this, this one. Is, this is an A. Not an A plus. Not an, an S. S. Not an S. S. Just an A. All right. Uh, Monster Slayer. Third level, you get some spell. The, the, some spells. Protection from evil good. Zone of truth. Magic circle banishment. Hold monster as you level up. Oh, yeah. Um, Magic user's level, nemesis. He's anti-mage. <laughs> you gain the ability to peer at a creature and magically discern how best to hurt it. As an action, you can choose... One creature you can see within 60 feet of you, you may immediately learn whether the creature has any damage, immunities, resistances, or vulnerabilities, and what they are. If the creature is hidden from a div divination magic, you sense that it has none. Uh, you can use the feature a number of times. Uh, wisdom modifier per long rest. That's kind of cool, is, but no one's going to use an action for that. Here's a, it's, if also, it's here's the thing. This is another one of those things that's wicked dependent on your DM. Because there is a lot of monsters in the in the DMG that do not have vulnerabilities, or yeah, let alone I mean there are, there's a ton that don't plenty have plenty of vulnerabilities, plenty of them have resistances, but eh, not even I wouldn't even say that. Like, there's a bunch higher level ones, but, yeah, yeah, way more than vulnerabilities. Oh, certainly. How many uh, times are you going to use this and you go? Does it have any weak spots to him? And he looks at the sheet and he goes, "Uh, nope." nope. <laughs> That's your action. What else are you doing? <laughs> Oh, okay. <laughs> Sounds cool in your head. I look at it. Ooh, it has a soft underarm. So I'm going to run up and stab it in the, in the armpit. You know, like it's going to do <laughs> 1d4 extra damage. Like if it was a guaranteed thing, you look at it, you see a vulnerability. And now 
you can get extra an extra damage for that for the next turn or something. I think this doesn't need to be an action. This can be a I don't bonus think it's a bonus action. It can be a bonus action, but if you're the first one off the rip and you know what it's immune and resistant to, because a lot of things are. At higher levels, this this yeah, is better be at higher really levels than at third. Hey, wizard, don't blast your fireball in there because it's not going to work. Yeah, typically, I think also though, like even even in that kind of scenario, a lot of the times it's like your this enemy walks out of the cave and he's on fire, and you go, "All right, he's resistant to fire damage." So <laughs> he loves to fire. Most people who are like most of the creatures, most of the creatures that are resistant to something usually like look or represent the element that they are resistant to. Yeah, a lot of them do. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think if that's a bonus action, then it's okay. As an action, I think it's pretty pretty bad, especially at third level. When, yeah. Because that, that early, you're not going to get a lot of need for that. Yeah. Uh, also, at third level, you can focus your ire on one foe, increasing the harm you inflict to it. As a bonus action, you designate one creature you can see within 60 feet of the, uh, as the target of this feature. First time uh, each turn that you hit the target with a weapon attack, it takes an extra 1d6 from the weapon. It lasts until you finish a short or long rest. It ends early if you designate a different creature. Uh, mm-hmm. It's interesting. It's it's like yeah. it's. I mean, if you can stack it with Hunter's Mark, it's really good, right? I suppose. Yeah, it doesn't it happens once a turn, but at level three, you're only hitting once a turn. So yeah, but this gets That's worse the more you level up. <laughs> yeah, but at, for third level, very strong, I think. Yeah. Uh. Seventh level, uh, yeah. natural defense. You gain extra resilience against your praise assaults uh, on your mind and body. Blah blah blah. Whenever you're ta- what is it? Make a. Whenever you make an ability check to escape the target's grapple, add a d6 to your roll. Okay. Wow. <laughs> Just incredible stuff out here from the ranger. So so whenever, whenever your slayer's prey target forces you to make a saving throw, uh, and whenever you gain an, make an ability check to escape that target's grapple. So that's not bad. A D6 to your saving throws is not bad. A D6 to grapple Slayer's Prey, yeah. Yeah, you have to do that first. Yeah. And also you're again, you're a ranger. If you're not a melee ranger, which most I would assume that most people who don't play rangers or who do play rangers aren't playing melee. Most of them. You're gonna be sixty feet away at all times. Yeah, but still, uh, saving throws. It's very, it's very yeah. good. Good saving it's, throws. Yeah. On your saving throw is good. It's very strong. Yeah, it's very good. Um, at eleventh level, you gain the ability to thwart someone else's magic. Thwart uh, them. <laughs> when you see a creature casting a spell or teleporting within sixty feet of you, you can use a reaction to try and magically foil it. The creature must succeed on a Wisdom save uh, against your spell DC, or its spell or teleport fails and is wasted. Once you use the feature, you can't use it again until you finish a shorter long rest. So it's a it's a one one use. Yep, one use counterspell, dude. That's not that good. No, it's okay. It's not for it's an eleventh okay. level thing. It's not great. It's, no, it's again, not great. It's, it's campaign dependent again. Yeah. Uh, if you're fighting a lot of casters, then yeah, it's gonna be you're gonna be using it a lot. It's, it's gonna, gonna be yeah. It. But if you're fighting a lot of not casters, um, rough. Yep. If you're doing one of those campaigns where they're like, magic in this world is diminished. Like, Damn it. <laughs> Uh, 15th level. <laughs> Why did you pick this subclass if that was the case? <laughs> um, 15th level, you gain the ability to counterattack when your prey tries to sabotage you. If the target of your Slayer's Prey forces you to make a saving throw, you can use your reaction to make one weapon attack against the quarry. Uh, you make this attack immediately before making the saving throw. If your attack hits, you automatically succeed. 
in addition to the attacks normal effects. That's very that, cool. That's pretty good. That's incredible. You're about yeah. to get like banished. Phew, I shot him with an arrow and it hit. I don't get banished. I don't even have to make a save. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's very good. weapon attack. But if your guy is in melee combat with you, Doing a weapon attack. Pop out You'd your have scimitar. Your scimitar, yeah. <laughs> I pull out my dagger and I stab him for 1d4. Yep. I would definitely pull out yeah. a dagger. That meant I didn't have to make a saving throw. <laughs> yeah. I punch him. You just punch him right in the dick. Yeah. Bam. You're holding and now I know. Just stab him. Just stab Yeah, there you go. Uh, all right. What's the, what's the consensus B. on this all B. Monster Slayer? Hmm. I go with a B. C plus at best, I'd say. A, I think it's a B because you get the you get you get a uh, free uh, hunter's mark. Doesn't cost I guess, any spell slots. I guess. Let me get, let me reframe you this. Get a compared B6 to, the other to all ones. your 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 saves against whatever you mark, and then the eleventh level sucks. That's why it's not an A. But then at fifteenth level, if some, you have to make a saving throw, you can shoot it, and if you hit it, it does. You don't have to make a saving throw. That's a, okay. That's yeah, you've convinced me. I'll bump it up to a B. C, uh, C or B. C or B. Right in the middle is where I want to be. I'm going to so C. C plus. <laughs> yeah. I, you know what? I, I talked myself back down. C plus. All right. <laughs> uh, last up, the Swarm Keeper. I so, like the Swarm Keeper. I don't like it. It's gross. This is the one I thought was the most interesting. <laughs> this is what uh, Atrix was. Yeah, but. It's Atrix. Um, <laughs> uh, so at third level, you get this a little. Swarming, like you can get, you can pick whatever it is. Swarming insects, uh, twig blights, fluttering birds, playful pixies, whatever. Birds. Uh, I want to be a bird guy. Go over there and crap on that man's car. (laughs) (laughs) Now fly over there. (laughs) Once, uh, once on each of your turns, you can cause the swarm to assist you in one of the following ways. The attack, uh, the attacks target takes an extra D six, uh, piercing damage from the swarm. The attacks target must succeed on a strength save or be moved by the swarm 15 feet horizontally in a direction of your choice, or they are moved. You are moved five feet horizontally in the direction of your choice. Also at third level, you learn mage hand. Uh, and when you cast it, it's, it's basically your swarming, your little swarm that gets to move stuff around. So the swarm, like the swarm is an actual creature. They're like fey spirit kind. Uh, I think that it can be whatever you decide to do. It does say a swarm of intangible nature spirits. Yeah, but you could, I mean, you can flavor it however you want, right? You could flavor, Joe, you could flavor this as your Odin Ravens thing. You have a tattoo covered in ravens, and your swarm flies out of your tattoo to attack people. He's he's down. I'm sold. I'm sold. 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 You sold me. You sold me. (laughs) You know what? Swarm Keeper, that's cool now. Uh, you also get some extra spells as you level up. Fairy Fire, Mage Hand, Web, Gaseous Form, Arcane Eye, and Insect Plague. Uh, at 7th level, you can condense part of your swarm into a focused mass that lifts you up. Uh, as a bonus action, you gain a flying speed of 10 feet and can hover. It lasts for a minute or until you're incapacitated. Uh, you can use that feature a number of uh, proficiency so bonus per long rest. This is what that looks like with birds. You have wings made of hundreds of birds that pick you up. <laughs> So that's cool. You get, I mean, it's a slow fly speed, but you do get to fly and can hover. Uh, at 11th level, your swarm grows mightier. In the, ways. the damage, the extra damage is a D8 instead of a D6. 
Yeah. Uh, if a creature saves its saving throw, uh, you can also cause the swarm to knock the creature prone. And then when yep. you're moved by the swarm, you, it gives you half cover until the start of your next turn. That's yeah, very good. Pretty good. Yeah, I like that. Um, and then 15th level, you can discorporate into your swarm, avoiding danger. When you take oh. damage, you can use your reaction to give yourself resistance to that damage. You vanish into your swarm and then teleport to an unoccupied space that you can see 30 feet within 30 feet of you, where you reappear with the swarm. You can use that feature, a number uh, proficiency Ooh. bonus per long rest. That's cool. Man, I'm getting sold on this one, dude. Okay, this is <laughs> this is one yeah, when I read it. A picture of uh, what you, you turn it into. A, you're turning <laughs> at level 15. You're about to get hit. You turn into a cloud of ravens and fly 30 feet, and then land, and you recorporate. All the ravens fly back into a shadow that becomes you. This is an awesome thematic. RP, yes, RP very thematic. Very cool. And that also mechanically, it's not bad yeah, either. It's mechanically solid for sure. Yeah. yeah you're telling That's... me at level 15, I can dodge some ungodly mega death beam once. Well, yeah. don't, dodge. You don't dodge it. You, you take still take a little bit. You get a resistance, but still. Yeah, from going from disintegrate and taking you know, 100 <laughs> into taking 50. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. Um, yeah, this is a very cool subclass. I think if I was going to play a ranger, this is probably what I play Swarmkeeper. This or the hunter. I would still be going Beastmaster. Beastmaster. <laughs> I, want, I want my buddy. What you want uh, is the Dota 2 Beastmaster bear. Or, uh, yeah, yeah that's, bear. Uh, that's Lone Druid. You want the Lone Druid bear. <laughs> I want to be able You'll to do load. everything for me. I'll be in the base. <laughs> I, just, I just sit back at the end and I go, all right, guys, I put all my magic items on the bear. Go with you. <laughs> I'm just going to hang out. You guys, are, we're uh, going to go into this scary cave. No, I'm not. I'm going to sit right here. The bear is going to go in with you. <laughs> I think I give Swarm Keeper. I'm giving this an A, baby. Man, the 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 flying speed. While it is flying speed, it's very slow, so that's kind of weak. I tell you what, I'll give I give this one a B plus. I want this one to be an A, and then I think I move Gloomstalker up to a, an S. So, so we're at the go. end now. Let's this one a B. A B. There's Adam like in the it. background. Sliding in and out. Um, let's. Uh, he really creepily walked around the corner like this, and then just went. Oh no, he's talking. To people <laughs> he's talking to people in there. Um, uh, Beastmaster. I gave this is if you combine them. Tosh is in the PHB. I give it to B. Yeah. Okay. Let's go down the list. You gave Beastmaster a B. I gave it a C. Joe. Beastmaster. I gave an A. You gotta write no, these sorry, down, dude. Sorry, B. All right. Uh, Drake Warden, I gave a C. I gave a C. I'm giving Drake Warden a B. Uh, uh, Faye Wanderer, I gave a D. I did as well. That's a D. <laughs> Solid Faye, D. Faye Wanderer, I'm giving a C. Uh, Gloomstalker, I gave an S. That's an S tier. Gloomstalker's an S. I'm giving it an A. Okay. All right. Horizon Walker, I gave a C. I gave that a C as well. I gave it a D. Uh, Hunter, Hunter, I gave an A. A. Uh, a yeah, and then Monster, Monster Slayer. Slayer. I gave a B, C, C, Slayer. C plus, and then even though that's uh, not in fit, Swarm Keeper. I gave a B plus, B. I gave that one an A. I like Swarm Keeper. There you go. Give me the B. There give are your B. Ranger subclasses. Ranger subclasses. It's been a while Ranger. since we've done one of these. Uh, I think I'm definitely thinking Ranger next character. <laughs> 
like, you making the swarm keep raving. Every, every time, every time I go to make a new character, I go, I want to play a ranger again. And I go, no, nah, I'll try something else. Nah, they're too I'm weak. Do <laughs> That's if you happens. don't care, I'll read them yeah. again, and then I'll be like, dang. <laughs> as long as you're playing, as long as you're playing a gloom stalker, a hunter, or a swarm keeper, you'll be doing just fine. I, I'm gonna go strictly RP, dude. I'm taking that dragon boy. <laughs> All right, dragon, that's fine. Swarm keeper. Yeah. <laughs> I want a dragon, dude. You can have a swarm of lizards. <laughs> you kidding me, man? I can get a dragon. Give me that. A little really, tiny really dragon. Like the visual of the you explode into ravens. And I played a uh, yeah yeah that was rad. <laughs> <laughs> like it's like a tattoo on your arm and you like get engulfed into it. Yeah yeah yeah. Very rad looking. Out. It's a it's a very cool looking when you explain it. Yeah. Uh, in a I played a class in. We did a short Pathfinder during the Pathfinder two. No no no. This is regular Pathfinder. The first time I played a regular Pathfinder, I played this class called the Hunter. And it was a half and half class that Pathfinder did. And it was a half a ranger and half a caster of some sort, I believe. A druid. Half druid, half ranger. There you go. Then you can turn into a, a little, a small rat. And then you can ride your dumb, stupid, medium-sized dragon. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh. <laughs> you're a small dragon. You're like a tiny little rat on his back. <laughs> Let's go. I'm going to be a sprite in the next game. <laughs> you ride your tiny dragon. Um, I was able to take a rock as my pet at level one the pets in pathfinder were way better you know what a rock is not a yeah, pet big, rock like a, from the 80s but bird. a bird roc not a, not roc yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was um it grew to large size once i got to a certain level like it, it constantly got bigger it started out i think it started out small and then grew to medium and then grew to large it was sounds awesome lot, it sounds a lot like that dragon <laughs> yeah, except it. Didn't, like except the dragon doesn't ever get large, does it? Yes, it does. Yeah, it does. Oh, it did. Okay, okay. Except the rock's way cooler than a dragon. What? <laughs> it's a scaly rock that breathes fire. Your rock can suck it. <laughs> I think rocks. Rocks are like. Are they less common than dragons in some settings? They're huge. They're no, like. Like they like control <laughs> the weather. They're freaking sick. Do they? Also, it's like an eagle. Yeah, that's like their whole thing. They like shoot lightning and control the weather. They're like badass. Hmm. I just thought they they're like the size of a small building. They're like I'm just picturing a big ho ho flying through the air. A oh, oh, yeah, a Pokemon. Yeah, <laughs> just like ho ho. Like it looks, it looks more like a like a giant golden eagle. I always envision them as like giant vultures. <laughs> it's like a giant eagle. You could make a character based on Gandalf with that. Yeah, 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 yeah. You talk, you talk to a little bug and throw it up, and then a giant rock flies in. Your flies in. <laughs> but you, you're only allowed to use it once, and it's at a really. It's after you guys have been beat up for <laughs> forever, and, you, and then you call the bird, and your friends are going, "What the, what the fuck? We just traveled all this way. Why didn't you just do this to begin with?" And you're like, "Shut up! It just wasn't the right time. We wouldn't have got the experience." <laughs> it's about the adventure, guys. I wouldn't have gotten so many levels from soloing that ball rock. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you, were, you were looking at him going, who could have saved everybody, man? Dude. So Gandalf, many people. I like you, Gandalf, but you really fucked us here. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. That's the end of this one. Thanks for listening, everyone. It's going to be a combo upload this time. All right. Well, see you guys next time. Bye. Bye. Fuck out of here, Craig.